So here we are at the end of the year. We are drained, exhausted, deflated, overindulged, and ready to start a new year. We all have our aspirations and our goals of what we would like to achieve, be it smoking cessation, be it fitness and diet and losing weight and getting healthy. We all have those dreams and aspirations. This is our critical time to reflect before we go forward, before we hit the ground running, to see what has worked and what has not worked. Welcome along to the Garden of Wellbeing podcast. We take everyday challenges, put a, a scientific twist on it and deliver it to you in a language that you guys can understand. My name is Mickey James. I have a degree in health and leisure studies, and I also hold a number of qualifications in the, the, the field of health and fitness. I also look at my own life and the challenges which I face within my own everyday world and looking on bringing this to you guys to take information from this so as you can plan to achieve and get the best results for yourselves. Okay, so we're at the back end of the year, New Year's Eve here as I am doing this. And if you are listening to this any later, Happy New Year to you. We're all looking on making changes. We've overindulged over the festive period. We've drank too much, had one too many chocolates or something like that. Now it's time to hit the ground running. What are your goals for the year? Now, this is where you get a pen and piece of paper out and you start writing things down. Okay, because doing mental notes really, really doesn't work. You have to see it in front of you when you start making changes. And this is going to be your cheat sheet and your go-to Bible type thing throughout your, your behavior change. Okay, I'm going to cover two topics in this and I'm going because they're totally different and I'm going to cover smoking cessation and I'm also going to cover exercise and fitness because that is one of the avenues personally that I am looking to improve on in the new year. Right, so looking at smoking cessation is one of the most difficult habits to actually break. Lord only knows I've tried so, so many times in the past to quit smoking. And I even managed to read the book cover to cover that was written by Dr. Alan Carr on how to give up smoking. It's a psychological approach that become ingrained into my everyday life and eventually, a number of years ago, allowed me to quit smoking. Alan Carr talks about the mindset that we, we, we adapt when we, we give up. You're going to go through and you're going to be saying to people, I have given up smoking. When you have literally become a non-smoker, okay, I have seven days behind me. I have three hours behind me, whatever it is. We start clock counting. We start clock counting. We are seven days 
away from our last cigarette, which means to say that we're just waiting for that moment that our mind decides to give out and we just are feeding that habit to, to go and light up the next cigarette. Done it myself many times before. And it was always multiples of three, three hours away from the last cigarette, three days, three months, three years, and all the rest of that. And it literally is a case of extinguishing your last cigarette and saying, I am a non-smoker. I now have to learn to live my life as a non-smoker. And that is exactly what has gotten me through to where I am today. Now, when we talk about this, it is a very, very, very difficult habit to break. It is one of the hardest habits ever to actually to extinguish. So there are supports out there and there are a certain number of aids which help you alleviate the, the cravings. OK, um, utilize them, really utilize them. I could provide you with the information to those. But if you're determined to do this, you are going to do the research and you are going to do the legwork and make the investment on this. When I finally gave up smoking, I substituted it for the, the electronic cigarette and I was addicted to that for a number of years. And I have to say that substituting that and giving that up was even more difficult than smoking because it was socially acceptable. It was always in the hand. I was always freely able to take a, a pull off of the electronic cigarette. Even, it, even in a hospital bed, I still managed to get my little vape in there and to have a quick pull on that to get my, my nicotine fix. So having those, you know, having that understanding that you're going to be substituting one habit for another it's going to happen. It really is going to happen. And um, most people would then substitute smoking for eating. Okay. And that's perfectly okay too, because as long as you don't smoke, that is all the bottom line is. I've seen people who have turned around in the past and they said, okay, I have not, you know, I, I have quit smoking. I'm not buying any more cigarettes. I'm not buying any more tobacco, whatever it is. But I will take other people's cigarettes and I will have a pull off of that. And it was like, when you become a non-smoker, you do not need to smoke. You really don't. Get out of that mindset. Start developing habits of what a non-smoker is all about. And then move on from it. You have to start learning new behaviors and new habits. There's no point hanging around with the smokers outside of the pub because the conversation's lively out there and all the rest of it. You need to get away from those old habits. Okay, so making a note of what's going on. How is this impacting me? And write it down. How does this impact me? Why do I want to do this? What am I going to gain from it? You can pause this and go back and ask yourself those three questions over and over again. And keep writing them down and keep it with you in a prominent place and remind yourself exactly why you're doing it. You're going to get dark times where you're going to want to cave in and buckle under the pressure. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep going forwards. 
and you will you will reap the benefits. You will become a a a, a termed non-smoker, the same as I am now, a non-smoker. We're also going to look also at that at this moment into diet and fitness, and especially physical fitness. Now, <laughs> as you can hear with me, I'm wheezing quite heavily. I have been sat at this computer doing radio stuff for you guys, doing work, eating junk food and all the rest of it um, for a long period of time now. And it has cost me a lot in excess weight. I found even when I was physically active, I, I was unable to lose weight. And there's a reason for that. I'm going to be dealing with that in a separate episode. Right. So again, take your pen and paper. What do I want to do? Do you want to lose weight or do you want to get fit? One goes hand in glove with the other. What I want to do is I want to start taking up more physical exercise to meet my 30 minutes exercise per day over five days per week. That is what they recommend that we should be doing. I'm not even getting that in. I'm not even getting a 30 minute exercise in any given week. So this needs to come into my life every single day. It's going to take a lot of strategic planning and dealing with situations that, you know, you need to prepare for. We had the great British and Irish weather, which right now is dull, depressing and miserable. You're going to go out, you're going to hear the wind blowing, the rain pouring down and go, do I really want to go out into that? Well, the answer is, if you do want to get yourself fit, then yes, you have to. And these are the things that I, I want to do. Gym memberships are going to go through the roof. By the end of February, gym memberships will have dwindled off and 70% of active memberships will not be used. They are the statistics. And the reason for that is people overexert themselves. They cause themselves injuries. They realize they're not hitting their targets or they hit a plateau. Normally about eight weeks into any physical exercise plan or any plan, you're going to hit this, this cooling off period where nothing happens, okay? And you need to re-strategize and rethink your goals. Also, people go out with the best intentions. They go out and they start gym memberships and they go and do 20 minutes running on a treadmill and all of a sudden they have poured a muscle or something like that. They start lifting weights and they start overexerting themselves and they end up doing themselves an injury and having to pull out because of that. I see so many people who have taken up running. And when I was out and about cycling, I used to pass them out and go, oh my God, I really can't wait to see you later on down the line as an exercise recovery specialist and a potential physiotherapist, you know, coming into my clinic and saying, well, you know, uh, I've done this whilst I was jogging. Um, having the correct gear, having the correct posture and using the correct techniques are key to everything. 
I'm going to do a separate exercise and episode, sorry, in choice of footwear. It warrants it. Okay. That will be coming up within the first few days of January. So stay tuned for that. And I will be talking about the specific types of footwear that we use. But don't do as I did and as so many people have done. What do I need to become a runner? Get yourself a pair of ASICs. Right. And I'm not picking on that brand for any specific reason because that's what exactly what I was told. Get yourself a pair of ASICs. You'll be you'll notice the difference. Well, I did. Within about two to three weeks, I had fallen arches. I had impacted myself and I could barely walk. Because I didn't have the correct footwear to to meet my needs. My arches were not supported. The shape of the footwear was completely wrong and my technique was then thrown out. So in order for us to, to get the best out of this, we need to invest in the equipment that is right for us, not what somebody else down the road has got, what is right for us. There are many, many brands of footwear out there that you can choose from. Okay. There are shops that do in-step measurements and it would be worth paying and investing in that to get that measured, to have an insole that is specifically tailored for your foot. Like I say, I will be doing a separate episode on that in the coming times. Okay, so as we start to make our goals and our plans at this time of moment, we need to think of when things are going to go wrong. And you're probably screaming at me right now going, yeah, right, that's never going to happen. Look back to other times that you've tried to make plans and changes within your life. How long do they last? What went wrong? And it's always worth writing this down. Last year, I tried to give up smoking and I lasted until the 17th of January. And I gave up because I was counting days. Be honest with yourself because you're doing this for you and nobody else. There's no point saying, well, you know, I think it was around the middle of February. I can't be too 100% sure or anything else like that. And you're strategizing exactly what you need to change. The person, personal traits that you as an individual needs to change. What you, what you fall down on and how you felt after you went back to that habit. You felt like a failure. What's the point in doing this? I'm never going to get this. So personally and instantly, your self-esteem is taking a knock. We can change that going forwards and we can move forwards and we can look at our, our character strengths and our, our, our not so strong character traits, our weaknesses. And this is what we are looking to do is to build those and to build a solid foundation on which we can go on to. Like I say, mine is exercise and fitness. And later on today, I will be making my, my, my plans. I'm also going to share my plans with you on our Facebook page, Wild Atlantic Ways Media, where you can pick up all the information to these podcasts and everything else. 
I'm also going to pop them up on our website, wildatlanticwaysmedia.ie, and we will be kicking this off in the coming days. It's not going to be a straight away from the 1st of January because we need to try and plan our way forwards, okay? Don't just start 1st of January. That's it. Cut ties. Off you go. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. For the only chance of success, this needs to be carefully planned and strategized, and we will cover those in the coming days. So it's great to be back with you. It's great to be doing these Garden of Wellbeing episodes. Until next time, stay safe and Happy New Year.